Transmitting from the Mojave Wilderness in Joshua Tree, California. Now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert. Night has fallen on the desert, cold and rainy nights we've been enjoying out here. Cloud settling over boulder pile mountains, cabins shrouded in dense white mist. All the natural tanks filled up for the benefit of the wildlife. And the resulting flash floods that take any and all objects for a thrill ride down the usually dry washes, a ride to parts unknown. On the occasion of the new year, I wrote a little something for the website called Popula.com about the mystery of Oumuamua. first interstellar object that our astronomers have ever detected within our solar system. Well, this thing dropped out of the vastness of space right over our sun, and then it did a planetary flyby. We only noticed it on the way out. Well, since I typed up this thing, the news has only gotten stranger when it comes to the subject of interstellar visitors. And we'll get to that. We'll get to this new weird stuff in a few minutes. If you want to read the Popula.com article and see all the strange images and follow the links within... Well, just go to our website, DesertOracle.com, click Desert Oracle Radio at the top of the page. But it goes something like this. If this were a science fiction story, something about alien contact by Arthur C. Clarke, Well, by now, it would be apparent to the reader, if not yet to the protagonist. The mysterious object was discovered in October 2017 by Canadian astronomer Robert Warrick, working at an observatory on a mountaintop in Hawaii. was named Oumuamua, meaning a messenger from afar, arriving first. Oumuamua is the first interstellar object we've ever noticed, and we noticed it a biblical 40 days after the closest approach to our sun after which it had passed within 15 million miles of Earth before speeding off towards Jupiter. When Mars hung red and heavy in the summer sky, Mars with its nine active missions and active communication with Earth, 
Nail was over 36 million miles away. Its closest point to Earth in years. The trajectory of the visitor confirmed with 222 observations, including the last sightings by the Hubble Space Telescope a year ago, proved that it could only have come from above. It was neither comet nor asteroid, but a cylinder with a soft red glow. Mostly made of iron. The artist impression by M. Kornmesser of the European Southern Observatory and attached to a hundred news articles about the visitor showed something imperfectly carved like a Clovis Point arrowhead or a Stone Age phallus. The European Southern Observatory artist who created the image tried to make it look reasonable. But the utter strangeness of the shape could not be disguised. Whether it really looks like an early stone tool or a Neolithic idol is unknown. It might be a perfectly formed rectangle like the monolith in 2001, a space odyssey. We don't know. This was the NASA statement. Besides its elongated nature, scientists do not know what kinds of features Oumuamua has on its surface, if any. An elongated shape would explain the rotation behavior, but its exact appearance is unknown. We don't know if it is a mile long or the length of a football field is probably somewhere in between. The cylindrical shape is implied. An axis ratio between 5 to 1 or 10 to 1 with a length 5 to 10 times the width. The ratio was computed by decoding Oumuamua's peculiar end-over-end mode of travel. Twirling like a baton. But even this tumbling motion is hypothetical. Even our closest views of Oumuamua show no more than a speck of light racing away at 196,000 miles per hour. But the dramatic variations in that light demand an explanation. There's a brilliant pulse every 7.3 hours. The implications were not completely lost on the astronomers. Before settling on the equally ominous Hawaiian name, if it's a scout, then for what army? The astronomers considered calling this first known interstellar object Rama. In Arthur C. Clarke's 1973 novel, Rendezvous with Rama, set in the year 21 and 31, A warning system for near-Earth asteroids detects a strange, cigar-shaped object the humans name after the Hindu god. It is a perfect and featureless cylinder, and astronauts aboard a research ship are sent to investigate this craft. 
By its speed and its trajectory, they know it has come from outside the solar system. This first alien ship known to humanity. There is only a short time to investigate before it uses the sun's gravity for a slingshot maneuver to send it back to interstellar space. Clark called this near-Earth warning system Space Guard, which a few years later became the name of the real asteroid warning system it inspired. The Pan-STARRS Observatory in Hawaii that discovered Oumuamua, the Panoramic Survey Telescope and Rapid Response System, is the latest incarnation of Space Guard. The SETI Institute and the Breakthrough Listen Project aimed all available radio antenna at this receding speck of light, including California's Allen Telescope Array at Mount Lassen and West Virginia's Green Bank Telescope, and have found no obvious extraterrestrial radio signals. But as Mr. Spock told Dr. McCoy when the USS Enterprise could not get a signal from the mysterious cylinder threatening Earth in Star Trek IV, the voyage home, there are other forms of intelligence on Earth, Doctor. Only human arrogance would assume the message must be meant for man. And that was the whale probe. Philip K. Dick, both in his 1981 novel Valis and in the Gnostic experiences that inspired it, wondered if a vast, active, living intelligence system was encased in an alien satellite that occasionally nudged humanity forward. An unexplained dark satellite in polar orbit made the news in 1960, and the paranormal journalist John Keel later connected this black night to a string of odd transmissions received by ham radio operators and radio astronomers around the world. By 1973, when Philip Dick was receiving a stream of information from Vallis, similar experiences were plaguing conspiracy author Robert Anton Wilson which he recounts in Cosmic Trigger, the final secret of the Illuminati, and creating a space god mythology called the Nine that lured in everybody from Gene Roddenberry to Yuri Geller. Those counterculture figures lucky enough to channel these nine ancient extraterrestrials got regular bookings at Big Sur's Esalon Institute creating a psychic power struggle that dragged on for decades. The Council of Nines said they were a disembodied intelligence that broadcast from an alien satellite. And they were ancient Egyptian gods, too. I kind of think they were whatever you wanted them to be. Well, for all these reasons, cultural, conspiratorial, the appearance of Oumuamua is heavy with symbolism. It is a long-prophesied omen, and humanity could very much use a nudge in the right direction right now. 
Near the end of 2018, a peculiar scientific paper was published by Harvard Smithsonian astrophysicist Avi Loeb. Along with several pages of equations and computations were the words we were waiting for. Quote, a more exotic scenario is that Oumuamua may be a fully functional operational probe sent intentionally to Earth vicinity by an alien civilization. Even with the careful wording, this was too much for certain journalistic scolds who work the science beat. And that meant lots of snide, know-it-all headlines. You know the ones I'm talking about, the ones that start with no and a comma. No, there is no Santa Claus, and nothing is ever fun. Well, should anything happen? Should the aliens arrive? These dullards will be remembered like the Native American scouts who brushed off the threat of strange ships surveilling the Atlantic coastline in the late 1400s. What will first contact look like? Will we even survive it? Many people believe extraterrestrial intelligence has been interacting with the creatures of Earth for a very long time and that this contact has been either deliberately hidden by a government that is otherwise utterly dysfunctional or historically misconstrued. Ancient aliens, etc. These are matters of faith and not fact, so far anyway. Until an ancient artifact turns out to be a stargate or a spaceship awaiting voice activation like some very patient Alexa unit, we just don't know. By the way, if you've got a bunch of voice-activated devices in your house connected round the clock to completely immoral internet companies, I do suggest you stomp those devices into the bits of garbage they were destined to become. And empty the dustpan into your recycling bin. Yes, the government will spy on you if it so chooses some sort of government somewhere. But you sure make it easier when you purchase and install the surveillance equipment yourself. Well, there were enough bizarre occurrences in the latter half of 2018 to fill the first act of an alien invasion movie. Sightings by commercial pilots, the bold young scientist being scoffed at for his alien theory, clumsy cover-ups by the feds, public panics, and high anxiety. As in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which portrayed the UFO panic of the 1970s with historical precision, a series of seemingly mundane oddities builds up to a realization that it's really happening. If this is the year that a technologically advanced culture makes official contact, we will mostly be ready for it. Why, for instance, was the National Solar Observatory in New Mexico suddenly evacuated and shut down by the federal government for a week and a half in early September? 
Why did many solar observatory webcams and public internet pages go dark at the same time? Even the county sheriff's department was kept in the dark. On the ABC 7 News in El Paso, Otero County Sheriff Benny House bitterly complained about the Bureau's handling of the bizarre situation. Quote, I have a responsibility to protect my citizens. I think it's paramount that we know what the threat is so that we can provide safety. Well, after staff and their families were allowed to return to the solar observatory and the visitor center and the U.S. post office there, the FBI put out a vague and bizarre statement that the shutdown and the frenzied evacuation of the solar observatory was due to... Something about somebody may be accused of maybe downloading child pornography, which resulted in no charges and no prosecution and no attempt at a satisfactory excuse for a bizarre news story that had gone international and inspired a real panic. And then began the busiest season for mainstream media UFO reports in decades. With the tone set by the New York Times coverage of the Pentagon secret UFO study program on December 17 of 2017, glowing auras and black money, the Pentagon's mysterious UFO program. Yes, Navy pilots had chased featureless and acrobatic aircraft off the coast of San Diego and Florida. And Harry Reid had authorized a secret Defense Department study of the phenomena. And DIA investigators had spent time on a haunted cattle ranch in northeastern Utah as part of the study. And there were mentions of recovered alloys. Recovered alloys kept in a secret Nevada warehouse. Materials of an unknown origin that sickened researchers. Right there on the front page of the New York Times, the crews of three commercial flights over the east coast of Ireland reported strange craft early on November 9, 2018. It was moving so fast, a British Airways pilot told air traffic control. It appeared on our left-hand side and rapidly veered to the north. We saw a bright light, and then it just disappeared at a very high speed. We were just wondering what it might be. A Virgin Airways pilot reported two bright lights that seemed to bank over to the right and climb away at speed. After hearing that description, another pilot radioed in from a third commercial airliner. Glad it wasn't just me. Next was Gatwick, a baffling travel nightmare at Christmas time with hundreds of flights grounded due to mysterious drones that no one managed to photograph or catch or shoot down. Despite UK police and military swarming the airport, Drone hobbyists complained to the media that it was impossible for a consumer drone to fly all night with blinding lights like the Gatwick craft. A couple of suspects were taken in and quickly released without charge. Patsies. A Gatwick UFO was trending on Instagram and Twitter. 
The Express newspaper claimed Theresa May was holding emergency UFO meetings with her rattled and incompetent government. If you were watching for such things in the last days of 2018, you had much to choose from. There were the transformer explosions that accompanied bizarre sights in the sky, not just over New York, but also over Juarez across the border from El Paso, and over the New Orleans suburb of Kenner, Louisiana. Then there was the dark pyramid rotating slowly over the Pentagon with witnesses in Northern Virginia capturing the strange sight from multiple angles. Minus Oumuamua, these are the usual panics and mysteries of daily life. Hoaxes and ignorance of airplane lights or fireworks displays. But the addition of this possibly alien scout ship at least leaves the possibility that this year, 2019, will be the strangest year yet. Well, in the very few short weeks since that was published as a cheerily ominous New Year's essay, the strange news about Oumuamua has only increased. Harvard Astronomy Chairman Avi Loeb got a lot of guff from the lesser lights of science Twitter when the paper he co-authored made the news. I mean, what kind of scientist would come up with a reasonable hypothesis suggesting the utterly bizarre movement and speed and shape and trajectory of a type of object never before detected by humanity might be evidence of an interstellar space probe? An interstellar space probe deliberately sent to perform reconnaissance in our solar system. I mean the nerve of the guy, the gall of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics chair to look at something never seen before and to suggest it might be something artificial. This is what he told the New Yorker magazine this week. Last year, I wrote a paper about cosmology where there was an unusual result which showed that perhaps the gas in the universe was much colder than we expected. And so we postulated that maybe dark matter has some property that makes the gas cooler. And nobody cares. Nobody is worried about it. No one says it is not science. Everyone says that it is mainstream to consider dark matter a substance we have never seen. That's completely fine. It doesn't bother anyone.
this is more rain than we have had up here in many a January. Let's go on up and check the natural tanks and the rocks. There should be plenty of water for the coyotes and bobcat, mountain lions. UFOs are certainly real. The sky is certainly populated by a number of things that we cannot and have not identified. But I don't know if that has anything to do with space aliens, do you? Well, the government is still shut down. National parks are still keeping rangers at home, keeping them home without a paycheck. And the chaos and the collapse continues. I guess that's kind of like saying the Roman Empire is still fallen. Well, let's talk about something happier. It's a happy thing to sit around a campfire and have some dubious ranger tell you a lot of stories. Well, you can have something like that on January 31 at the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. That's a Thursday night. Come join us around the campfire for Desert Oracle Campfire Stories. to Red Blue, Black Silver for the nice soundscapes that make up the middle of our program. You can write to us if you like to. The address is P.O. Box 1735 in Joshua Tree. And you have been listening to Desert Oracle Radio broadcasting from Joshua Tree, California. Friday nights at 10 p.m. across the Great Mojave Wilderness on KCDZ 107.7 FM. Turn on your radio and listen to it from Amboy to Zizek's. Available everywhere as a podcast and distributed worldwide by Public Radio Exchange, PRX. Thank you for spending some of your night with Desert Oracle Radio. I'm your host, Ken Lane. Good night from the Voice of the Desert. <laughs>